Fusapod, conversations about creativity, community, and the things that matter. Hi, it's Li Shan Huang. Did you know that Wonder Woman has a long lost black twin sister? Her name is Nubia. Let's find out about her story and why she matters to public health and racial equity. Hello, my name is Regina Davis Moss, and I'm an associate executive director at the American Public Health Association, the oldest and largest public health professional association in the world. So many people don't know that Wonder Woman has a black twin sister, and her name is Nubia. If you follow the comic book series, you would be aware that Wonder Woman was fashioned from clay. Her mother, Queen Hippothela, really wanted a daughter, and so she formed her from white clay. But at the same time, she also formed another baby girl from black clay, and her name was Nubia. Um, But she was unfortunately stolen away from her crib and raised by Ares, the god of war. It wasn't until they became adults that Nubia, who had been living in Africa and was leader of an island of male warriors, came across Diana Prince and noticed this woman who she said was portraying herself as Wonder Woman and said, well, I'm actually Wonder Woman. So she challenged her to a duel, sword duel, for the title. And Nubia got the best of her and was in a position to kill her, but she hesitated and did not. And she removed her helmet and said, I am Nubia, Nubia, Wonder Woman of the Floating Island. And so Diana was thrilled and wanted to celebrate, but Nubia returned back to her island. And then it was when her mother, Queen Apopla, remembered the origin of her daughters and said, oh, maybe this is my long lost daughter who was snatched away from her cradle years ago. So unfortunately, she doesn't stick around in the comics series for very long. In fact, she was introduced in 1973 and was only in about three issues and then kind of reemerges several decades later. I always thought that, I thought that was fascinating when I learned about her and also was very troubled that that was not a storyline that many black girls in particular were made aware of. So I was, I grew up in the 80s and 70s and saw many of the Wonder Woman episodes on ABC Network and that was my must-see TV. I was I was looking forward to seeing Linda Carter twirl and her, she transforms into Wonder Woman and deflect bullets with her bracelets. And a lot of people actually don't know that Linda Carter is actually half Latina. But I just wow. thought about what it might have been, what it might have been like to have known that. Linda Carter, or Wonder Woman, that is, had a black twin sister, and and how cool it would have been if she could have been fighting those villains alongside with her. Unfortunately, Nubia has not yet made the leap from the pages of comic books onto our TV and movie screens. ABC Network actually did begin thinking about trying to add her to play Diana Prince's twin sister, but and even they, they even had a, a doll, so they had actually created a doll, and in fact, I'd love to find one of those. But it, then the series switched to another network, and so it never it never actually happened. She never came. So Nubia never made it to the TV screen, and her dolls have become rare collector's items. They are, they are, and I've actually would love to have one, love to own one. But this story is not just about comic book superhero trivia. It's about lost opportunities. So, you know, one of the things I reflected on is that. A lot of women, black women in particular, experience a lot of stress. You know, there's something about what we call the double jeopardy, which is being female 
and being a woman of color that contributes to the wear and tear on your body. So if you think about living in poverty or living, experiencing discrimination or sexism and already probably not being offered quality care or not being certainly not in a position to potentially not afford it or because of the color of skin, not necessarily always given the options in terms of quality care. The odds are not in your favor in terms of being in the best optimal health. There's something that's called the weathering hypothesis, and that is essentially that most of us, when we are in high-stress situations, our body kicks in and we go into this sort of fight-or-flight response. And we do that to cope, and usually when the threat recedes, then our body goes back to our normal state. But if you are constantly stressed out or experiencing racism or in poverty, then your body essentially is in that response all the time. And so if you thought about your body, think about your body being an engine in a car and you think about putting your pedal to the floor, then that's essentially what the fight or flight response is. And you're doing that for 10, 20, 30 years, a lifetime. Well, essentially, it's going to tear away at your body. And you're going to see things like high blood pressure or diabetes or even wear and tear on the reproductive system. And so that's why we see high rates of infant mortality or high rates of um, maternal mortality in black women or babies being born low birth weight or babies being born too early. So that seems to make sense that added stress from being a woman, from being a person of color, has direct negative impacts on one's health. But what does that have to do with superheroes and the stories that we see? I mean, we used to hear about that a lot when we talked about kids seeing a lot of violence on television and how that can literally have an, an imprint. And there's been, there are researchers that, are, that, that actually look at this issue and they have found that teens in particular, the more exposure they have to certain sort of content can have an impact on their attitudes whether or not they agree with certain relationships or whether they accept certain behaviors or treatment or they even subscribe or identify with certain portrayals of them. And so it's important to see positive images in the media. There was a recent study that said that Black and Latina girls spend more time on social media and listening to music than white girls. And in fact, black and white boys as well. So if you think about that and you think about the portrayals, and so let's think about the common portrayals for women. Usually they are portrayed as either the one-line neck-wagging smart aleck or the sidekick, or she's portrayed as being um, hypersexual or a gold digger or a moral or, um, you know, you think about a lot of the reality television shows, you know, fighting, abrasive, angry. I will say that, you know, we've gone come a long way in seeing other portrayals with things like hidden figures. And you see a lot of other television shows, you know, web series where we're getting to see women of color. Our experience is not monolithic. It's important to have diversity and representation in media, but it's also important to make sure that the portrayals are not just a typical 
just not a stereotype and it's not what we expect to see. So a perfect example in Wonder Woman, um, the movie that I wrote about and how it, I felt it would have been more powerful if it had really tried to highlight some of the more multicultural origins of the Wonder Woman story was that she did have a lieutenant, Wonder Woman's aunt Antiope did have a lieutenant, uh, several lieutenants, which I would say they were, that were fighting alongside her and training Diana Prince that were black women and women of color. But you, you notice that some of them may have appeared more masculine or more brutish. Um, and in fact, I mean, most of them were killed off very early on. So, you know, we didn't see the woman, black women in leading roles or leading, meaning uh, a continuing character throughout the storyline. And I think that's what it's often what happens in productions or in media is that we say, we'll say, okay, well, let's just let's put, let's check the box. So we put them in right. there, they die very early on. Diversity is not just about the color of the red shirts, the characters that get killed off early on in a show or a movie. It's about the whole production. When we talk about diversity, it's not just about making sure that there are more people of color in, in the stories, but it's also about making sure that you tell the totality of their experience, and some, and I believe that that's only going to be able to be done by making by including more diversity in production staff and then on the writing staff, and even in makeup. You know, many black women will talk about how difficult it is when they go to have makeup done. That a lot of makeup artists that are not of color, they're always they always apply the correct makeup colors that complement them best so that they feel that they're at their best. And so I think it runs a gamut in terms of media and inclusion that we make sure that we're including people all along the line. It's not just about inclusion for the sake of fairness, for giving jobs to people of color and from underrepresented communities. It's really about telling more human stories, more three-dimensional stories, better stories. You know, these stories are, are complex and so that, you know, we, black women are vulnerable and they love and they're not always strong and that making it okay to not always be the sassy one lining sidekick, you know, maybe sometimes she needs, um, you know, that superwoman ideal that black women are often try to live up to can literally be taxing on, on, on her health. So it seems that trying to be strong or trying to appear strong all the time ultimately makes us weaker. Stories that allow characters to embrace their vulnerability, to embrace their full humanity, are stories that may inspire us to also embrace our full humanity and to ultimately be healthier. So it's about giving women of color the opportunity to just be who they are and to have different strengths and different experiences and so that you, you understand that they're human beings, that they're, you know, they're just not one-dimensional. Most recently, I watched Insecure with uh, Issa Rae. It's doing a great job of just bringing to audiences a, a different uh, contemporary experience and not spending a whole lot of time trying to explain. Because um, that's, that's another thing that often happens is that when you try to invite audiences to understand 
different cultures and different experiences, and you spend a lot of time explaining that you don't actually get to fully understand. And so it's just kind of taking for granted that everyone understands that these these characters are multidimensional and that we're just really trying to get at the arc and some of the, the struggles. And so the, and through that way, people are able to see that there's this common experience. This common experience that Regina talks about is about all of us. It's about more than minority stories and minority health. If I understand Regina's argument correctly, if we bring back characters like Nubia, Wonder Woman's black twin sister, maybe we can move the needle a little bit on improving black women's health, improving the health of women of color and communities of color in general. More inclusive stories can help women with their self-esteem. It can also help those around them to better understand them, to make them, well, more human, more included, and maybe that will decrease their stress and help them with their health. But ultimately, it's about healthier communities for everyone. Regina explains. We know that the demographic in the United States is changing and soon the women of color who already make up a large share of the population will be a large share of the people that are taking care of us and providing the goods and services. So it's incumbent upon us to make sure that women of color are as healthy as they can be. That was Regina Davis-Moss talking to us about inclusion in storytelling and in health. Subscribe to Fusapod for more conversations about creativity, community, and the things that matter. Find us online at fusa.com, that's F-O-O-S-S-A dot com slash podcast, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. I'm Lee Sean Huang. See you next time. Fusapod.